Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you. Stop complaining. So I had to let you, you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize without us even thinking about it oftentimes, we just complain about stuff. And it and it comes up in such subtle forms. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. She drives me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they it. Today it. I'm sick of her. Running her mouth. Last time. She said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's it just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed, I'm just asking, have you noticed that in all of your complaining, 
it has provided not one solution. The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining, because God is able, because God is capable. He is capable and able of fixing anything, capable and able of curing anything, capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things, and capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fault is that? Stop complaining. Until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. Maybe you got another route you're going to take. But every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really, some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and 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 statue. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in the, in their spiritual life who are, who have become great men of God and women of God. But I look at all of them and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that. Also, most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect, so much love, so much power was given them from people that their life, life was rich in that area. You know, like a Martin Luther King or something like that or a Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service or a Nelson Mandela came out and just, man, people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know, they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side, their Heavenly Father God because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you ask not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. 
And and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, all that's saying is you still ain't strengthening your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not going to make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success. A distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you going to stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can't give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can, something can happen and you, you know, receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what luck is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself, that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it. It's your attention that I'm looking for. It's about to go down, y'all. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Rise and shine, rise and grind. Hear ye, hear ye, here come the judge. All rise. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Continue the love, people call it for real. Good morning, what's up, crew? Give it up for LS, Junior Boy. Morning, everybody, morning, Unc. Hope everybody's feeling good today. LS. LS, little circle. Oh, <laughs> give it up for the food. Wait, what? Oh, oh he just popped in me. I wasn't ready. <laughs> LS, little circle. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Top of the morning. Top, top, top. It's Tuesday, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, just, man. I'm right. just paying you back for that comment you made a few weeks ago. I know. Ago. Uh, yeah, I just I thought I'd fire. Well, I forgave you, but, you but popped I ain't team forgot. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Pop okay, Steve, I have a question. Uh-huh. I have a question. Uh-huh. On a scale of 1 to 10, what can we expect as far as ignorance and stupidity today? I'm thinking about morning? a 9, 8 today. 9, 8. Whoa. <laughs> 9.8. It's pretty strong. Day. Yeah, and yeah. if they stay out the way a little bit, I could I could touch 10 on an occasional. Mm, you think? Mm. Okay. 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 All right. Let's could, see what you do. They don't stop me. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, you know who's gonna try to stop but me. By they, he means us, Carla. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Them. Ain't nobody scared. Okay. So, them. Yeah. And them. All right. Her so name. What about stupidity? Same thing. Oh, you talking my territory? That's now. you. Well, That's you. Yeah. Well, you. Tommy's. Yeah. I got that. I got stupid on lock, baby. You looking for it? I'm gonna show it up. I'm gonna show.
show up and show up. On a scale of one out. to ten, I need a number. Nine point nine nine nine. Dad. Well, that's ten. <laughs> okay, round it out. I would just be ten. Round up. Okay. He don't really know no other number. <laughs> yeah, really. Why you say that? <laughs> what uh, uh, the, the, on stupidity? Uh-uh. People that stupid, don't you just yeah. say, "Damn, he's stupid." Yeah. I don't welcome yeah, Mister. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to yeah. be. You're not. You're not that, Tommy. You've, you've overdone. You've done enough in the past to where you'll be known for that till you leave here. And I'm cool with. I'm comfortable with this though. Yeah. In, in case y'all don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I want it to be over with. So let the ignorance begin. I want it to be over with, like Amy Klobuchar's run for the presidency. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> That well, is cool. You know, different Damn. different time. Wow. You know, she she's a good candidate. So yeah, far. great. I mean, it's not now though. Yeah, well, I don't know when yeah, it's gonna it's be, but it damn sure ain't now. Yeah, yeah, Shirley, it's not now, and we ain't got time I for this. Know. Democrats got to get rid of these damn people. Amy, come on out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Look. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Nine point eight. Okay, what's Tom, here we go. Tom, Tom, what's his name? Now, I'll do the rest of them. Steyer. 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 Yeah, the Tom billionaire, the other billionaire. Yeah, he ain't got enough. <laughs> Coming up in 32 <laughs> minutes after the hour, a lot of people are worried about the coronavirus. So our question is, mm. wow, what would you do if you couldn't leave the house for 14 days? Oh, mm. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back. What, Steve? (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so with all of the new coronavirus outbreak cases popping up everywhere, here's a question, Steve. So you're quarantined, okay? You cannot, I mean cannot under any circumstances, leave the house for two weeks. What do you do? L.A., uh, Beverly Hills, or Atlanta, either one. Don't make me either no one. damn yeah, either difference. One. Wherever you are, wherever happy you are. as hell. Mm. Happy are you as really? he- man. Two weeks ain't got to leave the house, uh, boy. Yeah. What are you doing? Give me so some damn penicillin. Penicillin. Yeah. Give me some penicillin for this corona I got, and and mm. give me a mask. That ain't the cure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably <laughs> is. You know, what? if you catch it in time, you can get rid of it. They got cure for it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like, you know, this is not, you know, they got something for it. You just got to catch it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. catch mm-hmm. it on time. I'll be at the house mm-hmm. chilling. Be happy Doing as hell. what? Watch, I'm going to watch all the Netflix shows. Yeah. I'm going to uh-huh. uh, take yep. a yep. nap. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to work out, right. but then eat whatever I want. I'm going to buy a lot of ice cream. <laughs> Mm, I'm gonna send yeah. down there. I'm gonna give me about eight boxes of cigars. Uh-huh. I ain't really got to if I'm in Atlanta, so I'm I'm straight, man. I'm a man. What else? Man, I hate That's that. day two cigars. What else you gonna do? I'm gonna uh, go through my closet. <laughs> you know, give some Straighten stuff that away. Do what? Yeah. Put it on. Oh, put oh, some stuff on real to real and get the money to my foundation. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's day three. I'm gonna, oh, day barbecue four is, anyway uh, in here? No, I ain't barbecued yet. I ain't bored yet. So I'm gonna okay. do a lot of. I'm gonna walk around <laughs> naked a lot. Yeah, come on now. You know, yeah, come on there now. There we go. And I'm gonna have to have my housekeepers. Is gonna have lot? to. No, I can't do that. I got housekeepers, but they're gonna have to wear the blue blocker shades. <laughs> them big, them big, them big squares, blue blocker. The one shades. with them sides on it. Yeah. 
Well, they're how not about coming to work. The day off. Wait a minute. Yeah, how about yeah, giving them coming? some time off? Oh, you got to cook and yeah. clean then. Uh-oh. You quarantine. You uh-uh. What you mean I'm quarantined? Yeah, what you mean? You can't have your your your, your, you can't, your workers it's, it's can't be you. there. It's oh, just you. Yeah, by yourself. Because if they're there, they'll catch yeah. it too. Making up beds and washing dishes for two weeks. What is it going to be like <sighs> if you don't have your housekeepers if you're just there by yourself? That's what we want to know. Oh, oh come on. All clear. by myself. None yeah. of my kids yes. can come Let's, over. Yeah. No, man, pure ass yeah. heaven. Mm. <laughs> if my kids can't no come over. no cleaning up? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, I ain't got to clean because I know how to walk past stuff and act like I don't see it. Shirley, I got a whole uh-huh. lot of dishes. Mm. We got all kinds of sets that we don't break out till we have dinners and stuff. I'm going to use all them plates. Hey. It's some plates under the cabinet, mm-hmm. under the island. Uh-uh. It's some ca- plates in the cabinet. I'm going to use all You need them. paper plates. That's what you need. You need some paper plates. Eating off no damn paper plates, Why man. not? Why At not? At my damn house. Well, if we ain't going to cook and clean, <laughs> throw them no, in the trash. Hey, hold, hold up, dog. What you keep talking about we? They said I'm at the house by myself. If I got to be in the house with you, I'm kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not staying in my house two weeks with Tommy. Y'all ain't never stayed with this fool before. Man, we would be fly up in there, boy. I have, we have so much fun. What you talking about? You don't about? like rain. You don't like thunder. You're they didn't say it was raining and lightning in them and two you're weeks. you scared it of the could. dark. And you're scared of the dark. He don't, want, he don't want the lights out. Can't do that to him. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's just he got too many hangups. Why would we turn the light out? Why would why that? see right there? See, 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 y'all ain't know that. Gotta go to bed. He, he don't like when okay, it's dark so in the house. It sounds like you on oh, day really? six or oh, day seven. So what yeah. else you gonna do? You're trying day to get seven. fourteen days out of him, dog. I can yes, do fourteen. How long it is? Yeah, we the question. Day, yeah. day seven days. and eight 14. is all barbecue. Can somebody bring <laughs> some food to the gate and I just reach through and get it? Yeah, we'll give you okay, that. Cool. We'll give you. Then I'm barbecuing. I'm doing a uh, chicken day one day. Then I'm doing uh-huh. all uh-huh. ribs one day. Then I'm gonna do all seafood one day. Okay. Outside, I okay. got my speakers outside and, not, and everything. He gonna have high blood pressure by the time. But wait a minute. Home. But wait a minute. You're you're still not washing any dishes. Oh, it's, uh-uh. it's stuff just pile Shirley. up. Nah, Shirley. Let me yeah. tell you, it's one, two. It's, it's four Ew. kitchens in there. How many? Uh Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Don't run past that. How many kitchens? Wow. How many kitchens? So when you mess up one kitchen, you just go to another kitchen. You you got four kitchens. How many are you going to do per day? How many days did this kitchen and that? You got four kitchens. It's 14 days. I I don't have four in the house. One of the kitchens is outside. Okay. It's still four kitchens. Okay. Well, don't mess up outside, outside. though, where your neighbors can see. No, neighbors oh, can't you just see, my, see yeah. my yard, shit. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. All right. So you barbecue. What's neighbors looking over day? my fence. What's the next Yeah, so you barbecue barbecuing chicken. Okay, chicken. now I'm, in, I'm at day nine now. Okay, there's two days day to barbecue. Day nine. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, downstairs, you know, mm-hmm. in the vid- video area, just doing my video thing. I don't play video games. Let's just leave it at that. I got a little video system down there. I'm going to go down there and play on that and, you know, go mm-hmm. in the golf room and put around and stuff and okay. do that. Do a whole day, day of 10. that. Day uh-huh. 10. I only got the four more days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go on back I'm upstairs. I'm going to need to sleep. 
and I'm going to watch CNN. This house is a mess. See what Bernie and them doing in day 13. I'm going uh, to find some type of spray in the house. And then on day 14, I'm just going to spray. Oh, yeah, because Marjorie going to come home and know I've been in there smoking cigars in the house and everything. I got to open up all the windows on day 12 so I can fumigate the house. Because it's going to be cigars smoking all the drapes and everything. And then all these. How much weight you think you're going to gain? All this dishes huh? he ain't clean. This is nasty. I don't. I don't. I don't. Well, you just said the housekeepers can't come, so when they come, they got something to do. <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. Oh, they're going to be time. busy. I'm going to tell you that right Ooh, they, now. They might quit. Oh, they're going to be busy. They might quit. Listen, with <laughs> coming up, uh, the nephew is here I'll go down with to today's Run and That get Prank some Back. Yeah, this a, and this is a clean prank. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in trending entertainment news, the Harvey Weinstein verdict and uh, plus thousands packed the Staples Center for Kobe Bryant's memorial. We're going to talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back right now. Let's go. All right, let's do it, Shirley. We got a panty party going on. It's a panty party. Oh, Lord. You never, if you've never been invited to one, and I apologize for yourself, but it is a panty party. For yourself. Yeah, what? for yourself. <laughs> panty party, let's go. So, Come on, cat dog. Panty party. Hello? Hello. Uh, I must have had a wrong number. Um, I'm tra- uh, my name is Marcus. I'm trying to find, is this the person that lives in, um, in 19A? Yeah, yeah, 19A, Gary. What's up? Um... I'm trying to find the, the lady that lives in in 19A. Am I calling the right place? You talking about Bree? Bree, that's uh, yeah, that's it. Bree, is is Bree available? Uh, nah, man. She she's probably at work. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen. I'm I'm li- I live in um I live on the 18th floor. Me and some of the guys on the 18th floor are throwing throwing a party uh, on the rooftop. And we were gonna, we were inviting a few people, so I was trying to see oh, if, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was gonna invite Bria. I've never seen you before. I didn't know you. So you live in the building too? Yeah, 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 man. I live in nineteen A with her. Yeah, that's my girl. What's up? Wait, when, when's the party? Ah, uh, okay. The party's Friday night. All right. A party's Friday night. So yeah, well, like I said, we was we were reaching out, and um, you know, we wanted to invite. I never, you know, I've seen Bria coming in out of the building, and um, and uh, you know, the doorman told me. That you think she lives on the 19th floor somewhere? So, so yeah, I was trying to um, um, see yeah, if she wanted to come up. What you're on the 18th floor? Yeah, I'm on the 18th floor. I'm in 18th. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I'm in 18th. Yeah. So the party's um, you know, is on Friday night, like about 10 o'clock, 10 to 10 to 1. We're inviting a few people out. So, but but um, like I Hell said, yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't I didn't know you lived um with Bree, but, but this is a this is a cool thing, man. But so we're having a um, we're having a, a a panty party on Friday night. What? A panty party? Yeah, yeah. On 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 the rooftop, we're having a, a panty party. You know, we got food and and drinks and all that kind of stuff. So, I, I was wanting to see if she wanted to come out. So so that that's what you do, Marcus. That's what y'all do on the 18th floor. Y'all just hit up folks and, and try to get dudes, girls, come to a panty party. A panty party. We have a party once, once every, you know, once every, once a quarter, we we throw a party. So yeah, you know, well, keep, this, keep, keep up this bullshit, bro. It's gonna be the last party you throw in. 
the f*** is the matter with you calling me out hey, for my hey, girlfriend? Hey, 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 First of all, I didn't know Bree lived with someone in 19. Hey, I've never seen anybody other than Bree. Okay. Yeah, because I worked I, my ass off, dog. Who are you, Marcus? Okay, so so okay, I, I'm, I'm Marcus, but let's just calm down. Like I said, all I'm trying to do is invite Bree to um, to, you know, to a party. Now well, Bree ain't coming to no panty party. What the, what the, what the matter with you? Okay, so let, let's let, let me ask you this, sir. I call for Bree. I don't know nothing. Yeah, about. and you got Gary. I don't know nothing about no f- Gary. Okay, so Bree will have to let me know that that she doesn't want to come to the party. But um, I'll, I, since I thought I had the right number for Bree, what I'll do is find out how to get in touch with Bree directly. Because once again, I didn't know I was getting in contact with a Gary. I thought I was getting in touch with Bree. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be worth much to Bree, man. When I cut that f- off, who the f- are you to call me? That's my girl. That's my girl. Okay, so it's your girl, all right? But like I said, I didn't know she had a boyfriend or anything. But that doesn't stop me from asking Bree if she wants to come to the party. Yeah, well, she ain't single. She's not single. The only the only thing single in 19A is that single <laughs> That's the only thing that's single up in 19A. Okay, so let me ask you this, man. How long have you and Bree been together? Can I ask Don't worry about what the f- I am with my girl. Who the f- yeah. are you? Hey, I think, I think Bree can make her own decision. Or if she want to come to the party, I'll just call her directly. I just got the wrong number mixed up. That's all it is. No, you got the right number, Marcus. You got the you got the right number and the wrong mother. Hey, dude. So are you trying to say Bree can't make up her mind on if she want to come to the party or not? Bree is all she can make up. She can make up her mind if she wants to. I think she has made it up, Marcus. I think she has. Well, how do you know that? I haven't even asked her to come to the panty party. Listen, I'm at work right now. Don't come and leave me this bull. I've been in that building for years. I've never heard of no panty party before. Are you going to ask her to come to the panty party, or do I need to ask? You, Marcus. My girl ain't coming to no damn panty party. All right. All right. I see what I got to do now. I got to go to the door, man, and get Bree's number, and ask her to come, because you're not going to pass on the message that I want her to have. Let me, let me tell you something. You better not come to no door, man. You better not come to 198. That's my girl. Stay the away from her. So let me ask you this. Are you ashamed of, of Bree's panties? Do you not want her, do you not want us to see her in the, in, in, the, in her panties? I mean, what is it? Mother don't worry about me or my girl or her panties. You got me? Okay. All right, man. I'm not, I'm not work, mother lucky you caught me at work. I know you were at work and I, because somebody told me you were at work. You know who told me you were at work, Gary? Who the told you I was at work, mother no. Bree told me you were at work. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got mother. I, oh, what the? F- <laughs> hey, 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 Gary, 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 Gary. Listen to me. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Brianna got me to prank phone call you. This is a prank. You all right, man? G, G, you all right? Man, I'm in the room closet right now. Cutting your ass out. Man, get your ass out the broom closet, man. You man, man come on, bro. Why you, you doing me like that at work, man? I need this job. I got bills to pay. Oh, man, your girl got me to prank you, man. She said, you got to prank my boyfriend. All you got to do is say something about me, and he going to go straight crazy. Oh, my God. Get the out of here. Come on, bro. Why you gotta... <laughs>
I love y'all show, man. Why y'all got to do me like that? And I got one more question, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? That's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, man. You know that. <laughs> there it is. Panty party. Anybody want to come? Oh, Lord. Yeah. yeah no. So no. Okay. Yeah. No. I still throw a good, I, I, can, I can throw a good panty yeah. party now. If I can't do nothing else, I know how to throw a good panty party. Yeah. All right? I, I hit I like that nine. I like the fact that the dude was at work and he was trying to keep his job. <laughs> he was what in the broom closet. What's going on? Quit saying Patty Park. Mark, quit talking about my. G- <laughs> that dude right there, man. Loved him. Loved him. All right, coming up at the top of the hour entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Harvey Weinstein, the disgraced movie mogul, was found guilty on one count of sexual assault and one count of third-degree rape. He is not guilty of the other counts of predatory sexual assault and first-degree rape. Weinstein is facing up to 25 years in jail on one of the counts and four years on the other. Six women testify that they had uh, sexually assaulted them, that he had sexually assaulted them. Harvey Weinstein's legal team insists the fight is not over and say they plan to appeal his conviction on two counts of rape and sexual assault. Weinstein's attorneys... Yeah, what'd you say, Steve? He going to jail. Y'all can stop all this fighting and appealing. Just so they can run the bill up some more, because Weinstein got plenty of money. They running the bill up. He going to jail mm-hmm. for mean, this right yeah. here. Which is he where going he needs to be. to jail. They arrested his ass. They rescinded a bond. He can't get out. His ass, when they do that right there, it's because you gone. Mm-hmm. When they rescind okay. your bond, your bail, you can't even mm-hmm. stay home to the sentencing. Your ass go to jail. Right. They're not letting you back out, partner. You, he done had his last free day. He gone today. Yeah. And yeah. deservedly yeah, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And the Somebody asked me today, 11. Steve, man, you out there in Hollywood, how you feel about that dude, Harvey Weinstein? You know, they coming after everybody out there. Hey, dog, dog, listen to me. I have daughters. I got a wife. I had a mother. I got sisters. If you rape a woman, partner, you gone. You gone. You going down. Dog, yeah. you gone. Yeah. There's no questions. Bye. Yeah. I don't care how sick you look when you look, when you walk in the yeah. courtroom looking all sick yeah. and they, they barely can get you in there. Tommy pushing that walker. You up. Dog. Hey, <laughs> hey, let me yeah. tell you something. They took that walker from his ass, put them cuffs on him. He yeah. walked his ass right up out of there standing up. Hello. No. <laughs> they ain't letting you use the walker mm-hmm. on the way to jail. Ain't no stand up. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. coming in there trying to look feeble, like how could I have done this and look at my condition? Oh man, you ain't had that walk in that room with them girls. Get your ass off that walker and carry your ass to prison. God. Yeah, they they call him the monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's just yeah, New York. Man. They haven't even done yeah, the right. L.A. trial. He could soon as Oh, really? Yeah, that's just New York. Yeah. Oh. They have to get finished with that one first, right? Yeah. Oh, he yeah. East Coast, West Coast. I ain't know. Oh, yeah. With it. Oh, yeah. With it. Yeah. yeah. He ain't going to survive yeah. none of his time. Mm-mm. See, rich ass dudes go to jail like that. They they can't handle that. Go down quick. Dog, no. on the check in. When they when he getting his jumper, it ain't going to be up, right. Hold up, Tommy. He in Rikers right now. Wow. Yes, he is. Yes. He in Rikers, yes. though. Ain't no good yeah. parts of Mm-mm. You know, they nice don't have a good then. section. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's on and popping. 
What else you got, Shirley? All right. In other news, yesterday we all could not believe the strength and grace that uh, Vanessa Bryant displayed as she memorialized her husband Kobe and her daughter Gianna at Kobe's memorial service. Uh, the other speakers included former NBA greats Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe's best friend was there. Um, man, what a tribute it was, though. It was really a tribute. I was really moved by Michael Jordan's. Michael um, did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. his, wow. his speech. And and uh, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, Shaq, was, was yeah. um, he was timely and funny and, you know, lightened the mood a little bit. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll talk more about Oof. that. Uh, time now to catch up, Steve, on today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, and good morning, everybody. Widening concerns over the coronavirus are affecting the stock market. Investigators, nervous, investors rather nervous about the growing infection rate outside of China and its possible economic fallout if the epidemic cannot be contained. There are now clusters of corona infection in Iran, where six people reported dead. In Italy, where more than 200 people have tested positive and five have died. And especially in South Korea, where over 800 infections are reported. South Korea, by the way, a big supplier of components used by manufacturers around the world. The virus has reported a big topic also of discussion among the finance ministers at the G20 summit at their meeting last week in Saudi Arabia. And the verdict was guilty. Disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein convicted yesterday of a criminal sex act and third-degree rape. But Weinstein was acquitted of the most serious allegations against him. Weinstein was charged with a total of five counts of rape and assault against two women in New York City, with a third woman, actress Annabella Sciorra, added to support the most serious allegations. But after 30 hours and over five days, the jury delivered a split verdict, indicating that the panel probably didn't find Sior's account credible. Even so, Weinstein could still face up to 25 years or more in prison. He also faces similar charges involving two other women in Los Angeles. Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance says the case makes an important statement. I hope that with this verdict, uh, it will become more obvious that those kinds of attacks on the, on the survivors and victims when they're on the stand Uh, making it seem like it's all their fault, uh, will be realized as legal attacks that just simply are no longer going to work in this day and age. Weinstein, by the way, was hospitalized after the verdict was read, complaining of chest pains. The next Democratic debate tonight in South Carolina, followed by South Carolina's primary, which is Saturday. Bloomberg, Mike Bloomberg, will not be on the ballot uh, for this Saturday, but he'll be on for Super Tuesday, March 3rd. NASA has confirmed the death of celebrated mathematical genius Katherine Johnson. Since so much of the achievements of black Americans is purposely not taught, both whites as well as blacks learned about Johnson and two of her close friends at NASA through the Oscar-nominated film Hidden Figures, a film a lot of people felt should have got an Oscar. At one point in the film, astronaut John Glenn says he's not going to lift off unless Katherine Johnson makes the calculations. And in an interview nine years ago with public TV station WHRO, Mrs. Johnson said that really happened. When he got ready to go he said, call her. And if she says the computer's right, I'll take it. Katherine Johnson was 101 years old. Finally in Los Angeles yesterday, thousands of fans and celebrity took place in a final and said goodbye to Kobe and Gianna Bryant as well as seven others. The Steve Harvey Morning Show will let Kobe have the last word. Dear basketball, my heart can take the pound. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning online. Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven others who died in the helicopter crash that took their lives were remembered at an emotional two-hour memorial service yesterday at the Staples Center in L.A. in her first public appearance since the loss of Kobe and her daughter Gigi. Uh, Vanessa delivered an emotional eulogy. Take a listen. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. We love and miss you, Boo Boo and Gigi. May you both rest in peace and have fun in heaven until we meet again one day. We love you both and miss you forever and always. Mommy. Oh, my God. Oh, that's true. I didn't see it. Yo. I know. No, I saw yeah. all of it, man. I watched it. it was, Me uh, too. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, he was one of those. This was one of those impactful passings that made an impression on people. Like I said, of all the deaths I've seen over my life, and I've seen some huge ones. I saw my mother crying at an ironing board when I came home from school. Mama, why are you crying? They killed Kennedy. I saw my mom and daddy sitting on the couch hugging each other crying. I, I said, why y'all crying? Boy, they didn't kill Martin Luther King. My daddy said, they killed Martin Luther King. He said, white folks don't want us to have nothing. Yeah. I just remember him saying mm-hmm. that. That was his, he didn't, and I saw both of them hugging and crying. Michael Jackson's passing, Prince's passing, Ali's passing. For me, Maurice White passing. All of us, uh, three of us on this show have lost our mothers. Uh, We've lost our fathers. You understand? So we we done been hit with some hammers. I'm talking about some blows that drop most people. But when Kobe passed, I think because of how young he was and and such an icon in sports, I've never had more men call me to say, hey man, I love you, man. I just wanted to tell you that. Hang in there, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I love you, man. I call so many brothers to say, hey man, I just want to tell you I love you, man. This, This Kobe thing got me messed up. And I've never, I didn't see that now. But but mm. when but when Kobe passed, I saw a lot, and he was it was just impactful, and and that sermon was really really a good testament to him and all those people who passed. Oh. Yeah, um, thank you, Steve, for that. Yeah, uh, wow. Coming up at thirty four after the hour, Michael Jordan provided some much needed laughter yesterday at uh, Kobe's memorial service. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so we're all talking about Kobe's memorial service, Kobe Bryant, yesterday at the Staples Center. Uh, What an emotional and very moving eulogy uh, given by uh, Kobe's wife, Vanessa. She remembered her husband, Kobe, and her daughter, Gigi. Also with tears streaming down his face, Michael Jordan said that Kobe was his little brother. And when Kobe died, a piece of him died, too. And did you see when Michael Jordan spoke, he offered some laughs by saying he'll be crying, he'll be the crying meme again. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a listen. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crying meme for the next. <laughs> mm. 
I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. But that is what Kobe Bryant does to me. I'm pretty sure Vanessa and his friends all can say the same thing. He knows how to get to you in a way that affects you personally, even though if he's being a pain in the ass. But it's, he always, you ever have a sense of love for him and the way that he can bring out the best in you. Mm. Wow. Man. The great and Michael you know, Jordan. That's yeah. a side of Jordan that people rarely get to see. Yeah. And he had that side, you know. Uh, it was several moments you saw when he won the title, his reaction, when his father yeah, passed, yeah. that oh, reaction. Yeah. Yes, yes. And yes, when he was yes. inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he that got speech. up and said some mm-hmm. stuff to really get some stuff off his chest. People rarely get to see that about him, but it's, but it's a mm-hmm. testament to who this who this man Kobe Bryant was. It was just a great thing, and then Shaq added humor it to it. it. You know, yeah, you we needed have, that. Yeah, uh, we Shaq's too. Okay, let's hear. Did you want? I yeah. said, Kobe, there's no I in team, and Kobe said, I know, but there's an in me in that. M- So I went back. <laughs> so I went back and told Rick and uh and Big Shot Bob. I said, just get the rebound. He's not passing. <laughs> I love it, baby. Just get the rebound. <laughs> He's not passing. He's not passing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Mamba mentality, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kobe will be missed. We lost uh, a great one, man. Yeah, husband, yeah, but it's father, a Emmy and that brother. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Guy. I was shocked that That's he, said, he actually said the word. <laughs> no, Me too. I mean, oh, hey, hold up, hold up. You, you don't think he done cussed in Staples Center before? Hey, yeah, hey. we're not judging yeah, him or hey. anything. Hey, just, just like, like Mike said, he was oh, a pain absolutely. in the ass. This ain't church. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, we just <laughs> had a memorial service celebration tonight. Yeah, rappers been in there. We just commented. No, no, I ain't talking about I ain't mad at y'all. I'm just saying, oh, okay. that's what this Stapleton yeah. rappers been in there. <laughs> you know, this ain't no time to all of a sudden, ooh, we in the Staples Center. We're sacred. No, it ain't. Oh. Hell, I done been in the Staples Center cussing. They got a game, the, they we, got a game we, tonight, huh? We know. Uh, I done been in there cussing. The little Kia Center cussing. Farm cussing. Kodak. <laughs> yes, and the farm is church now. Was, anyway. Well, it was, yeah. They yeah, it was a yeah. church. And every yeah. time I went in there as a church and yeah. was just shame. Faithful Central Bible Church. <laughs> I went in there to mm-hmm. see Bishop all one time. I was just shame. <laughs> Why were you shame? I said, man, I've been in here cussing. I done did oh, oh, in here. Oh, from God. your past, you'll be. Oh, forgive me, Lord. I done been in here cussing everybody out in this. My opening line was how y'all blankety blanks doing that. Oh, <laughs> goodness. That's how you speak. <laughs> Very rude. I don't really think, man, uh, mm. I don't know if I'm going to stop cussing. I was uh, what thinking about it the other day. I don't really see myself stopping. Nah, nah. I, think, I remember yeah. you tried it for a day. You tried it for a day and it didn't happen. I think it keeps like you living, minutes. I think, yeah. It keeps you Well, I had it. I tried it, but I had severe headaches. Yes, it's stress reliever. You got a whole special. You ain't cuss. Yeah. All right. Dog, and right after that, you you ain't seen me for three weeks, did you? (laughs) (laughs) You were sick, Steve. You were sick. (laughs) 
Switching Just. gears. Uh, coming up next, a nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. That's right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, a house divided by politics. Wait till Whoa. you hear this. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this one. Whew. But right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? So today's title is, We Need You to Be a Slave. Cat dog, if you will. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, uh, Miss Glenda, please. This is she speaking. Uh, Miss Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the um, Black History of Okay. You, uh, you, you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade. Am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh, for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay. Listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe be of some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything or... But no, is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about nine o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow, if possible. Okay. Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. Okay. I could be there around nine, but I'm gonna have to leave about four. Well, we'll I tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out. But we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So, what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction, you know. So we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So, what exactly do I need to do? Work the concession stand, something like that? No, really. What we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as. Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already we already have 50 people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is, is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave, slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, the, that's what we've decided to do with the black history. We've decided I to didn't do. mean I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I understand we want you it's to, a we, worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no slave. Well, well you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call slave, it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No. I ain't going to be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Ms. Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a word to call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you turning us down for a word to call, Ms. Glenda? Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or house something. Negro. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that... I don't want you to explain it 
thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We have you listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? I, I wish you... If I got to come here to get you sold... you would come to my house. Bring your me? over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my... Out. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You, you need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now, okay? Kiss I need my. to get you in the, in the frame of That's mind of, of being a slave of the day, okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. you. I understand, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history, and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me. You're not going to sell me. You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me. I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This. His nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. My sister? <laughs> My sister. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh-uh. I'm going to get her. I can't believe she done did this. <laughs> Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy. <laughs> I can't believe this. I'm going to whoop her. <laughs> I'm gonna whoop her ass for this. <laughs> it don't sound like you were gonna get sold, no way. <laughs> Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No, no way. Because <laughs> Miss Linda's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We we, we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. All right, I got one more. I got one more thing to ask you. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that <laughs> ignorant <laughs> nephew Tommy. We love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. Ah, uh, man. I love the last line. Once she favorite. got a grip on what you were saying to her, <laughs> she cussed your ass out. Smooth. I'm not going to be no slave. I'm going to come to your house tomorrow. I wish you would. That's <laughs> black people's ass? favorite thing. <laughs> I'll come to your house tomorrow. I wish you would. <laughs> I showed show the blank. Wish the blank you uh. would. Come to my blanking house. Oh, the blankety blank. Yeah. Come on. Oh. Did she tell him to kiss her butt? Oh, man. Yes, man. I bet you won't. Hey. Yes. Boy, oh, man. I bet you I won't. I need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir, right now. <laughs> oh, come to my house. I bet oh, you man. won't. 
Oh, that was classic right there, man. <laughs> Tommy T's this weekend, baby. I'm in Pleasanton, California. Tommy T's this weekend. That's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Tommy T's. All right, tickets on sale right now. Laying in the cut is uh, Dothan, Alabama, and Montgomery, Alabama. Y'all get ready, get ready. But this weekend, I am in the Bay Area. Go ahead, sir. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter subject to house divided by politics. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, parenting, dating, work, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. That's all you have to do. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buggle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, a house divided by politics. Dear Stephen Shirley, my wife and I have been married for 17 years and have always considered ourselves to be a politically conscious black couple. We're both grads of an HBCU and we have great jobs. Our marriage was always solid and we were die-hard Democrats. We worked hard to get Obama elected for his first term and second term. During President Obama's second term in office, my wife lost her job and she blamed it totally on President Obama. There were some trade agreements that affected her job and she was laid off because of that. She got a new job at a bank and she started hanging out with her new co-workers who were all very conservative Republicans. They eventually brainwashed my wife, and believe it or not, my wife voted for Trump. Throughout Trump's administration, my wife has seen nothing wrong with his behavior and how he runs the country. She makes excuses for his sexist and racist ways, and it drives me crazy. The other night, we watched the debates, and she said I was a fool to follow any of them. The next day, she put a Trump for America sign in our front yard. I took it out, and she put it right back. She recently joined the Black Republican Coalition with those fake high-class demons at her job. But the last straw for me was when she donated $500 of my hard-earned money to Trump's campaign. I lost my mind, and she told me that if I didn't like it, I could leave. Our neighbors think we are crazy, and our old friends don't associate with us because of her belief in Trump. I've talked to a lawyer about divorcing her because we have, we've both changed a lot in the last six years. I do not see us making it to November in the same house. She needs help, and I need peace. Help her brother out. How should I handle this? Wow. Uh, You know, I mean, we've heard about uh, since Donald Trump has been elected, you know, when people come over for like uh, the holidays and and things like that, you know, they try not to discuss politics because when they do, heated arguments ensue. And uh, but this is a little more serious. I mean, you guys are married and this is a major problem in your house. And and like you said, November uh, come election time, it's really going to be rough if you if your wife still feels the same way and you still feel the same way. More so, this is a problem in your marriage, though, because 
of, you know, of what she's doing. I mean, she's saying things like if, if you don't like what she did with the money, you could leave. Uh, I, I don't see how you guys are, are going to get past this. I, I mean, I'm going to try, but I don't see it right now. You're already talking about divorce. You're right. People do change in marriages. You guys have been married for 17 years. You say you've both changed a lot in six years. You don't say specifically what that means. But the hope, of course, is to change and to grow together. You don't want to grow apart, and you certainly don't want to do that because of politics. I I don't know what's going down uh, on down there at your wife's job. But uh, it didn't seem to be that hard to change her mind. I mean, she was already mad at Obama when she lost her job. Um, You know, she gave them money. Uh, You say she gave them your money. Uh, Do you mean your personal money or are you talking about just, you know, um, our money, the the money that you guys have together? But you did specifically say your hard-earned money. I, I mean... I don't see how she's going to come back from this if she's really a Trump supporter. Uh, She's already joined the Black Republican Coalition. I just don't see politics as a reason to divorce a person. But, um, you know, she's calling you a fool and doing all these things. It just doesn't seem like she's going to be able to come back from this. And and you guys are going to be able to get past this. You're going to let Donald Trump come between your marriage, uh, you know, <laughs> come on. He, even if he does win this next term, it's just for four more years. All right. You guys maybe need to check out some marriage counseling or something, because this is pretty serious to divorce over Donald Trump. I don't think he should destroy your marriage. Steve. Yeah, well, OK, good. Glad you asked me because that ain't how I feel. Let me go and get into it. Been married 17 years, politically conscious, black couple. Y'all both graduated from HBCU, got some good jobs, solid marriage, diehard Democrats, worked hard to get Obama elected, second term, your wife lost her job, totally blamed it on President Obama, like her funky company ain't had nothing to do with it. You know, maybe they was doing something bad in trade that was hurting American workers or something. He pulled a plug on it some trade agreements, gave up her job, got laid off. Now she blaming him for getting laid off. The hell that got to do with it, man? Now she just started hanging out with your new co-workers. They all conservative Republicans, and they done brainwashed her. And your wife voted for Trump. I'm out. <laughs> Marriage over. Bingo. I'll hang, explain hang why right after this. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject... A house divided by politics. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, A House Divided by Politics. Nice little HBCU couple. Good jobs. Diehard Democrats. Worked to get Obama elected. Second term, he passed some policies she felt. They got her job laid off, some trade agreements. She got laid off because of that. She got a new job at the bank. Started hanging out with her new co-workers. They all very conservative Republicans. They done brainwashed your wife, and believe it or not, your wife voted for Trump. Now, all throughout the administration, your wife has seen nothing wrong he do with his behavior. See, let me explain something to you. Once you become a Trump follower, 
you have got to blot out anything wrong he do cause or else you can't follow him. That's the first <laughs> right. thing you got to do to become right, a Trump Steve. follower is you have mm. to blot out and ignore mm-hmm. all the wrong he does. You you cannot view this and be a Trump follower. You've got True. to act like he's done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. She makes excuses for sexist and racist ways and drive me crazy. The other night y'all watching the debate, and she said, "If you a fool for following any, what if you follow any of them?" Next day, this crazy woman go outside and put a Trump for America sign up in the front yard, in my in <laughs> front of my crazy. damn house. My black ass pulling up after work, and I got a for Trump <laughs> sign in my damn yard. Oh no, the hell we ain't. So I took it back down. She put it right back. She didn't join the Black Republican Coalition, another confused group of people, with them fake high-class demons at her job. But the last straw was since she donated $500 of my hard-earned money to the Trump campaign. $500 Mm -hmm. to the Donald Trump campaign? If Donald Trump is who he say he is, why he need your money? Bloomberg ain't asked for nothing right now. And they mad at him. I lost my mind. She told me if I didn't like it, I could leave. Our neighbors Ooh. think we crazy. Y'all are. You ain't got no more damn friends no more. Because they quit talking to y'all. Because they not coming over this heifer house with this Trump hat on. She not going to do it. <laughs> now I've talked to a lawyer. The cap. <laughs> she got that Make America Greater hat on again. <laughs> you got a picture of Stokely Carmichael <laughs> on your T-shirt. <laughs> this ain't that enough. <laughs> we both changed a lot in the last six years. I don't see us making it in November in the same house. She needs help and I need peace. Help a brother out. How should I handle it? I divorce her. Yeah, this <laughs> over with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, dog. What? Just like that, no, old Trump. Hey, divorce <laughs> her. This over. <laughs> you just said we both changed in the last just six said years. That, Steve. Hey, divorce her. Leave her. <laughs> Dog, it ain't finna be no that. peace in your house. She putting up Trump sign donating $500 to Donald Trump. Leave her. Find you somebody like Bernie Sanders or any damn body. I don't care if you find somebody like Elizabeth Warren. Find you somebody else. She gonna catch hell sitting in that house. And if he makes the presidency again, which it looks like he will if the Democrats don't hurry up and get their stuff together, which they don't show any signs of doing, we tearing each other apart. We gonna mess around and let this man back in. He done got rid of everybody in his cabinet that ain't went to jail. If you ain't go to jail, you out. <laughs> More people in his cabinet has been arrested and put in jail than since I've been alive. His whole mm. cabinet then quadrupled the amount of people that went to jail in the Watergate scandal. And if you testified against him, all y'all's ass is gone. He's got the highest yeah. turnover rate of anybody in politics. Dog, this dude yeah, right here. I don't see that. Listen to me. Leave her, dog. <laughs> Since she done told you either like it or leave it, you can issue you an ultimatum. You either stop supporting Donald Trump or I'm leaving your ass. 
Well, he's talked to ah. someone about divorcing. You damn right he should. Cause it's yeah. But yeah. see, it's more than just they don't. It's, it ain't more than the Trump sign and the five hundred dollars. She don't want to sleep with him no more. She's disrespectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, she holding back. She wants to sleep in a mega hat, and he he not gonna get in the bed. <laughs> Is she sleeping with someone at the Black Republican Coalition or down at the She in the bed. She got on a a Trump nighty and a mega hat. She got got Melania Trump roller collection. She rolling her hair with Melania Trump roller collection. She using Ivanka Trump facial cream at night. Uh, she gone. She gone. She, done, she gone. she done bought you for Father's Day one of them long ass Donald Trump ties. <laughs> that covers your big belly. And yeah. your ass is mad, <laughs> dog. All right, Steve, we got to go. Uh, you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, more trending topics. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Unfortunately, uh, we have some more bad news to report. Uh, Ms. Katherine Johnson, she was one of the pioneering NASA mathematicians. She was portrayed by Taraji P. Henson. Remember the movie uh, yeah, Hidden yeah, yeah. Figures? Hidden it was figures. nominated uh-huh. for an Oscar. One of my yeah, favorite back in movies, 2016. Man. Yeah, mine too, Steve. She passed away on Monday. She was 101 years old. Uh, that's yeah. Wow. Man. Yeah. Ain't mad at that. Taraji, uh, 101? Yeah, 101. Taraji posted on her social media page, thank you, Queen, for sharing your intelligence, poise, grace, and beauty with the world. Because of your hard work, little girls everywhere can dream as big as the moon. And representatives from NASA said... Mrs. Katherine Johnson was an American hero, and her pioneering legacy will never be forgotten. Oh, that's for real. Wow. That's for yeah. real. I, I mean, and, and they really were hidden figures. Yeah, because you know, we, we didn't I knew know nothing about, about them until the movie. Them. Yeah, until the movie. Yeah. yeah. Let me so tell you something. I've never seen the movie. But let me tell you something. I never heard of it in, uh, you know, in school or nothing. Right. Nope. Nope. Exactly. No history about it. Even in Black yeah. History Month, we didn't learn right. about it. I mean, in we most stories, we you don't know. know. Yeah, NASA yeah, was absolutely. right down the street from our house, and they ain't never said nothing. Yeah. Nothing and about it. And these women, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, because you know what, man? It's like uh, we were never taught that in school. I didn't know anything really about Mm-mm. hidden figures until the movie came out. I didn't get that lesson right. nowhere Ooh. in school none of us at did, all. Steve. Black nope, history in college not even in black or history high month. school. Mm-hmm. I didn't get none of it. Mm-hmm. You know how many black yeah. little girls could have Great been inspired movie. by this story if right. they knew about yes. this about this yes. history lesson? Why? With it's just unbelievable. We why hide it? Why hide it? Right. It was yeah. truly hidden. Right. Oh, all right, Shirley. I mean, you think wow. about history, John Glenn said that he would not go until Miss Catherine Johnson said it was okay. Yeah. What did her number movie. say? Uh-huh. She said, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. She right. said, he's, mm-hmm. yeah, if she says I can go, then I will go. What are her numbers? Right, and, and, and we're talking that's, a mathematician here, okay? Yes. She's dealing with numbers and math. That's, yeah. you know. No, can't, can't be a little off. Yeah. No, you got to be dead yeah. on. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. To the yeah. to the moon yeah. and back. You're a rocket up into the right. moon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, give it can't be no give or take. Yeah. No give or take two feet. And she yeah. carry the one. That's how she do, ma'am. She carries the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, rest in peace, Mrs. Katherine yeah. Johnson. Okay. Ain't no no longer a hidden no. figure. All right. Well, listen. Go check out the movie. Uh, you could check it out. And coming up at the top of the hour. Changing your routine is good for your brain. We're going to talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, now before we get to this story about changing your routine is good for your brain uh, that we teased, you wanted, you had something to say about uh, Dion Cole, comedian Dion Cole. Yeah, Black you know, Asian. he wore... He's also uh, on tour with the nephew. Uh, he wore a velvet uh, Gucci jumpsuit with bell bottoms on it. Butter. And uh, the he somebody on a, on a red carpet or something. Yeah, at the Image Awards for the NAACP. Oh, NAACP you did, I didn't hear that part. Oh, okay, at the Image yeah, Awards. He was on okay. The red carpet. okay. And so he oh, wore okay. a bell bottom suit by Gucci and his velvet. And yeah. Yeah. somebody accused him of being a G A Y A S S N word. Wow. Hmm. Not this dude. That's pretty harsh. And and and, yeah. and you know what? Wow. See, okay, two things. First of all, if you look at the picture closely, wrong. he's standing in front of his shadow. So the shadow has him looking way wider than he actually mm-hmm. is. He's in front of a shadow. But let me tell you something, man. See, bell bottoms, yeah. for those of you that's typing, that's 15, 18, them pants look funny. Them pants... I, I grew up in them pants. Mm. Those are called bell bottoms. <laughs> I grew up I in them pants. I'm so happy because Virgil, the new designer at Louis Vuitton, has came out mm-hmm. with a series of jeans that are bell bottom. He got them in a green and white tie-dye. He got them in a, 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 a blue and white floral pattern, and he got a stone wash, and he got a gray. I bought all. And Virgil of them. is a brother. Yeah. And Virgil brother. is the new, <laughs> and he's the new creative uh, designer for Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. A dog. Out here, dog. So happy, cause bell bottoms is back, pimp. I miss bell bottoms. I had to tape my suits way down, but I miss bell bottoms. But for y'all to go and attack this brother, and let, let me... because of his outfit, now you gonna. Look, man, he's wearing an outfit that's really dope and fly. This is one of the most coolest, humble brothers I have ever Mm -hmm. met, man. This is a cool cat, man. And he's from from Chicago, Chicago, so I I dare you to run up on him if you want to. Run up on him with all this stuff you typing. Do that and watch what happens. He ready for you now. Dion, he's ready for you. It ain't what you think. But anyway, here's a deal. Hello. Dog, I know some gay <laughs> yes, dudes. They, do. they be butter. I be looking at stuff. Yes, they yeah. I go, I go, yo, my man, where you get that from? And they'll tell me, oh, this Versace, Steve, mm-hmm. or this Hermes. Okay, cool. I'm getting that pimp, and 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 that's it. Period. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't, I don't. I hate that they tried to make it a negative thing. Yeah. What yeah. he's dog, a velvet. First of all, if you run in your mouth, two things. You don't know what fashion is anymore. You don't know. And you don't know the trend that it's taking. But bell bottoms is back right now. Probably can't a lot of people are doing bell bottoms. No way. And then secondly, you probably can't buy that velvet. Hello. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, 
Let me just go Ooh, on and get that. The hate is real, but uh, he yes. is fly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Unc. Right. Well, tell, tell yeah. he's touring with you, Tommy. Yeah, Unc. You, so tell just, him we love him and we he love was fly. You. We love him for sure. And Unc just took up. Watch this mm-hmm. shirt. Watch this shirt. Call. He just took mm-hmm. up for the new kings of comedy. I appreciate that, Unc. We all appreciate that, man, Unc. There ain't no new kings of comedy. He <laughs> 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 no, get off that. No, we, we decide who that is. Too damn far. <laughs> We'll let you know who the new kings of comedy is. And until me said and DL make the announcement, there is no announcement to be made. All right, Uncle Steve. Ooh, touch it, touch it. All right. That's, that's a pop ting now. Big up to Dion Cole, baby. We love you, baby. The Steve Harvey Morning you, Show. Yeah. We love you dearly, My man. We ride or die. Mm-hmm. All oh. right, well, uh... <laughs> Yeah. That took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> oh, y'all gonna stir it up. Kind of odd energy, ain't it? <laughs> All right. Coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, get your iPhone out so you can take this number down. Or if you at work, you got a pen and paper in your hand, you ready? Okay, because we're talking saying and soul right now. 1-800-684-2825. 1-800-684-2825. Or go to steveharveysayingandsoul.com. You know why? Because it's back. Sand and Soul, Labor Day weekend, 2020, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana, all-inclusive experience. You ain't going to forget it. Now, right now, because it's the month of, for lovers, this is a special. Now, right now, I'm doing a two is better than one month of the love special. What that means is right now, through the end of the month, when you book your room package for Sand and Soul and you refer a friend who also books, you both going to receive $200 off of your all-inclusive Sand and Soul Festival. So it ain't nothing but a game. All you got to do is know somebody that's going and say, hey, I'm going to call and refer you or you call and refer me and each one of us going to get $200 off. That's all it is. It's just a trick move. Now, all-inclusive, all your food at all nine restaurants. That's room service and all the snack bars. All the alcohol is included. All the tickets to all events is included. Your transportation to and from the hotel is included. You get unlimited uh, resort credits, which you can use for spa packages, gifts, items, golf, and a whole lot more. I'm in that (laughs) all-inclusive. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven others who died in the helicopter crash that took their lives were remembered at an emotional two-hour memorial service yesterday at the Staples Center in L.A. in her first public appearance since the loss of Kobe and her daughter Gigi. Uh, Vanessa delivered an emotional eulogy. Take a listen. God knew... They couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. We love and miss you, Boo Boo and Gigi. May you both rest in peace and have fun in heaven until we meet again one day. We love you both and miss you forever and always. Mommy. Oh my God! Oof, that's true. I didn't see it. Y'all. I know. No, I saw yeah. all of it, man. I watched it. it was Me all. too. Yeah. yeah. 
it was it was it was a uh, you know uh, he was one of those. This was one of those impactful passes that made an impression on people. Like I said, of all the deaths I've seen over my life, and I've seen some huge ones. I saw my mother crying at an ironing board when I came home from school. Mama, why are you crying? They killed Kennedy. I saw my mom and daddy sitting on the couch hugging each other crying. I, I said, why y'all crying? Boy, they didn't kill Martin Luther King. My daddy said, they killed Martin Luther King. He said, white folks don't want us to have nothing. I just remember him saying that. That was his, he didn't, and I saw both of them hugging and crying. Michael Jackson's passing, Princess passing, Ali's passing. For me, Maurice White passing. All of us, uh, three of us on this show have lost our mothers. Uh, We've lost our fathers. You understand? So we we done been hit with some hammers. I'm talking about some blows that drop most people. But when Kobe passed, I think because of how young he was and and such an icon in sports, I've never had more men call me to say, hey man, I love you, man. I just wanted to tell you that. Hang in there, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I love you, man. I call so many brothers to say, hey man, I just want to tell you I love you, man. This, This Kobe thing got me messed up. And I've never, I didn't see that now. But but mm. when but when Kobe passed, I saw a lot, and he was it was just impactful, and and that sermon was really really a good testament to him and all those people who passed. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, thank you, Steve, for that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Coming up, our last break of the day, and some closing inspiring it's remarks the last from the one and break only. Of the day. <laughs> Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Steve, we're ready for your closing remarks. All right, everybody. Uh, my closing remarks today, this is what I've chosen to do. Um, I have variations of this when I'm talking as a speaker and things like that, but I, I'm, I'm going to go a different way with you today. Uh, there's a saying that if you're the smartest person in your group, then you need a new group. I want you I want you all to just think about that for a minute. If you're the smartest person in your group, you need a new group. Now, I've been very very guilty of this. Not saying that I was smarter than everybody else, but I had been exposed more than a certain group of people I had employed and had hanging around me. I had been exposed to more things. I naturally was making more because they were mostly employees. Um, I wanted more. Uh, And because of the fact that I had more, more was required of me. I just had bigger dreams. I outdreamed everybody in my group. And it just gotten to a point, and I'm saying this because I want you all to put everything into perspective as I'm talking to you. Just imagine at your place in your life that if you're the one that's constantly coming up with the ideas, you're the one constantly coming up with the solution. You're the one everybody turns to for guidance. You're the person always picking up the tab. You're the person 
that's the only one who's dreaming really big. You're the one that's pulling the wagon and you happen to be carrying everybody that's on it. Ain't none of your associates getting off the wagon to help you pull it, push it, guide it, or nothing. They just own the wagon and you doing all the pulling. You need a new group. You need a new group. Now, the problem with acquiring this new group is going to be that the fact is, is inevitable. You have to get rid of the old group. And it's hard. It's hard cutting people loose because for the most part, you're just a nice person. Because you start beating yourself up with stuff that has nothing to do with you. Well, if, if I let them go, what they going to do? Man, how his family gonna eat? How her family gonna survive? How how they gonna if if I let them go, man, how they gonna feel about me? What will they say about me? What will the other group members think about me? But you know something, man? That's not your job. And I'm not trying to sound cold or callous, but it's just not your job. They are responsible for themselves. But through this meaningless emotion called guilt, they will make you feel guilty about letting them go and making them stop riding up the hill in your wagon for free. And they use guilt, which is the most meaningless emotion, and they give it to you all the time. Y'all, do yourself a favor. Stop doing that. Stop carrying people who should be walking themselves. Stop pulling people up the hill in your wagon when they need to get their own wagon to pull. Stop. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a new group. They will be fine. Because let me ask you a question. This is something my father used to say to me all the time. What would you do if you didn't know me? And I used to never understand what my father said to that till I got older. But I hear him saying it to me all the time. People come to you, ask you for money because I know you got it because you're doing better than them. Well, you work harder than them. So quite naturally, you should be doing better than them. Now, they come to you and lay this guilt, man. You you, you, done, you done came up and all us and over all of us and left us back here. And, man, we so proud of you. Let me hold. My father used to say, if you didn't know me, what would you do? So I started incorporating that in my life. If you didn't have my number, who would you call? I cannot be everybody's emergency. If you are everybody's emergency phone call, you need a new group. They gonna bring you down, man, I'm telling you. They're going to bring you down. And when you go down, guess what? They gonna get another emergency number. They not gonna be there for you. All these people that use you as their emergency, do you have the ability to use them as your emergency? I think not. It's time to look at getting a new group. Now, you can sever the ties with these people now, or you can wait until a major event occurs that's going to cause you have to break it off. And it's going to be a lot more painful and a lot more costly. You know, but Bishop Jake said one time, sometimes you have to let people go so they can be freed up to go be who they supposed to be. Because some people just hanging on because it's comfortable. Because you've made it comfortable for people. 
and I'm talking to everybody out there. This ain't for me or people who have employees. This is for people who have people in their lives that's constantly pulling on you, man. For $20 here, $40 here, 100 over here, my light bill went off. They cut this off. They calling me. I'm behind on my taxes. My income tax check ain't here yet. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times do you get that? Stop being everybody's emergency phone call because if they didn't know you, what would they do? You know what my father used to say? When they don't know you, what would they do? They need to get on get to doing it. You can't save everybody because they'll bring you down. If you're the smartest person in your group, y'all have a great day. Uh, I'm going to have a For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 